You're listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE or at midkansasonline.com. This is your chance to hear from the McPherson College coaches and student athletes each week during the sports year. The McPherson College Coaches Show is brought to you by JAR Performance Automotive, Alliance Agency, Next Tech Wireless, and Cheatham Construction. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Welcome into our McPherson College Coaches Show, a very brief Coaches Show tonight. I'm Jim Joyner, and joining me is Steve Sell. Steve, we're getting ready for the Mayor's Cup, so we're starting here at 5 o'clock, a little earlier than normal. We're going to run up until 5.30, and that's when our pregame coverage for the Mayor's Cup game will begin. But an exciting week. All these teams are starting to think about the postseason. The basketball teams are still in their preseason, pre-conference form, but a fun one tonight with the Mayor's Cup as well. Well, I, I really like these, this Mayor's Cup concept, being on a neutral floor, and I think having it at the Roundhouse gets the community involved. Also, the parking situation is so much better because both Mac and Central, when you know, when they're at home, uh, the parking, they don't have a lot of parking, and I think that's one reason that, you know, sometimes uh, you don't have as big a turnout because the parking situation, although uh, when the games have been at Mackin Central, it's been pretty well packed at both games. But this gives the community a real chance to get involved. We have a lot of community members who are Mac College graduates, a lot of community members that are Central graduates. They get a chance to see their alma mater. And I think both student sections, it's going to be a challenge to see whose student section turns out and is the loudest. I'll be ready for one of them to start chanting and heckling you, well, they Steve. All do. Yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve. I don't think that'll happen. All right, let's get into our coaches show and football coach Jeremiah Fiscus as we kind of go quickly through our coaches show interviews tonight. Joining us now in our McPherson College coaches show is football coach Jeremiah Fiscus after a loss this weekend, after we haven't said that very many times, after snapping their five-game winning streak and a 48-14 loss at Kansas Wesleyan. Steve and I were not up there, but we were following along with the game. And after a quarter, I looked around and I thought, man, these guys have really hung tough against this Kansas Wesleyan mighty offense, but they were able to really unleash in that second quarter and go off for 34 or 38 points at that point and, and kind of put that game away. What was it about Kansas Wesleyan in the second quarter of that game that helped make them so explosive? Well, you know, part of part of what we did was, first and foremost, we we took the ability to run the ball away from them. They they did right. not they did not you know we came out, we each had two drives uh, really in the first quarter. It was pretty methodical, and we took the run away from them, which was fantastic and terrible at the same time because then they resorted to just throwing it up, and they've got some dudes that can play. Um, you know, part of that was we put our defense on the field too much. In the second quarter, we really struggled to play with 11 players at all times on offense. You know, it was never, you know, well, you know, well, this guy's terrible or this position's terrible. It's like, well, one time the quarterback misreads it. One time the O-line turns somebody loose. One time we drop a ball. One time we bust a route. You know, when we played with 11 players, we moved the ball up and down the field. When we didn't, we didn't. We struggled. So we had too many three and outs on offense to put our defense out there too many times. And our defense, you know, it came down to, uh, you know, our kids played hard in the secondary. They played good. They just have some really good players at Kansas Wesleyan. You know, you don't uh, – it was on the staff at halftime. It was – I've never been part of something like this. And, you know, I just said, well, I, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be on the other side of it before. And when it's – you know, at, at Henderson State, uh, you know, at a certain point when we were – a top, top three or four team in the country with the number one passing team in the country and the number one total yards and the number one scoring and all these things, 
when nothing else was going good and you could just throw it up, then the other team better hope they get a PI because otherwise it's going to be a touchdown. Um, and that's kind of the world that we were living in the other day was. But you know what? The, the secondary got challenged, and those kids didn't hang their heads. They got beat. They got, you know, all, you know I think every member of the secondary got beat. They kept battling. They kept fighting. They kept, they kept doing, playing hard and trying to do what we coach them to do. Um, and I commended them for that. You know, they really showed what their true character as a player and a person is by continuing to battle. How much do you dwell on this game? Is it already in the past, and now you look forward this week, Bethany, uh, your county rival. That's, I mean, I don't know how much it matters to your guys. It's your county rival because, you know, players come from all over. It's more like rivalry for the townspeople. But uh, how do you prepare for this game after last week? Do you just go to say, hey, that game's over and done with. Let's concentrate on getting a win and getting to guaranteeing us a winning season. Yeah, well, you know, that's – it's the same approach whether you win or you lose. We've, I mean, we're going to go out. We're going to have the same Monday we've always had. And we'll have, you know, it's, it's very much so, you know, when you win or you lose, you learn from the tape on, on Sunday. And then that game's over. Like, at that point, you know, you put it to rest. Um, you know, and you get – there's, you know, thankfully thus far in the process, we've not had a hangover from winning or losing – come Monday because it's just what are we what are we on to next and part of that is again not putting a lot of emphasis on results but on process I was just talking with somebody else and and you know around here a, a guy's a lot more apt to get a pat on the back for making every breakfast check working hard in the weight room playing hard whether it's you know having a good week of practice whether you're a scout team or a starter then you are more apt to get a pat on the back about winning the game I mean that's you know we, we put a lot more into what does it take daily to become a championship-level program than we do where well, we lost, we're bad, we won, we're good? Well, the Swedes come in just 2-6, and six, but when you look at their scores, some of them are very similar to yours against the teams that you know, you've both played. So it looks like they throw the ball almost every down. They only had six rushing attempts last week, and defensively they got a pretty good line. Yeah, no, they're, you know, they're, they're are, they are, they've continued to improve. They're a new program just like we are. Um, you know, and they're they are they've continually improved. They're playing their best football right now. They're really starting to peak over there. Um, and they're you know, in terms of what you're going to see out of them, it's pretty similar to Ottawa. You know, that having you know three or four of those guys from that staff came from Ottawa, um, and they're playing good football right now. They really are. Well, no game broadcast for Steve and I this weekend because it'll be the ESPN three crew one o'clock taking on Bethany. Take it easy on the ESPN3 guys. I know you're really hard on us, but they're a little more sensitive. Just just be real nice to them and, and let them down easy. That's I'm going to have to call somebody that's in charge and get you guys a get you guys a new job with ESPN. Yeah, there you go. We, we, we can call them up. Well, Coach Fiscus, best of luck this weekend. All right, appreciate you, fellas. Have a good day. Thanks, Coach. Continuing on our McPherson College Coaches Show, we're now joined by volleyball coach Corey Cahill after a win on Saturday, 3-0 win on the road at York as that improved their record of 13-11 overall and 5-5 five and five in the KCAC Coach Cahill, we're running on a short coach's show today, but a nice win for your team on Saturday up at York and trying to get that positive momentum going here for the final stretch of the regular season this week. Yeah, we did. I mean, we did a good job. We went in there and we, we played well. Um, you know, a lot of changes that have happened and, and we're working through them and, and they just went in and competed and played our game and came out with the win. So, And then as you look ahead to what's coming up this week, you're at home tonight, Tuesday, against Avila. So, Whenever this airs, we'll be running a little bit behind. And then again at home on Saturday against Oklahoma Wesleyan. Where does your team need to get to by the end of this week, not only in terms of 
conference standings and trying to get yourself into a good position for a conference championship run, but where do you want to see them just maybe mentally by the end of this week? Biggest thing is just to be more confident in ourselves and, you know, and the new lineup and kind of the changes that we've made to, you know, just going out there and competing. Biggest thing is the, for what I want from them is just to compete every match. So if it means we're competing all the way to the end and we lose, hey, if we competed, I'm happy. As long as we're competing, we're not rolling over. We're taking every team as, you know, as far as we can take them. Um, I'm going to be happy in the end of the day as long as we're getting better every single day, and I think that's what we're doing. And heading into this week, these are two teams below you in the standing, so it's a chance to build some momentum going into the postseason. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, both teams are, are lower than us in the standings. Um, you know, there's a there's a pretty tight race for the middle of the pack right now. Um, you know, honestly, number four through I think nine are basically a game away from each other, and that's kind of how it's going to finish. I mean, it's it's a it's a cluster when it comes to kind of where everything's going to finish. It's a very big amount of parity in the league this year. Um, a lot of teams have improved. Anybody could beat anybody, and this tournament's totally up in the air. Now, how does the volleyball postseason tournament work? Are they taking eight? Are they taking ten teams? So 12 teams make okay. it. Okay. Um, so there's only one that doesn't make yep, it. Yep, there's 12 teams that make it. Um, the top four get a bye. Uh, and then depending on where we finish is, is depending on where we're going to be in the bracket. So it looks like we're likely going to finish either five, six, or seven. It just depends on kind of what we do, what other teams do, um, and kind of where it all plays out. Well, we're looking forward to see the end of this regular season and then into the conference championships. But a couple of chances this week to see the Bulldogs here at home. Well, you've kind of missed the chance since <laughs> it was on Tuesday. But one more chance on Saturday against Oklahoma Wesley. And Coach Cahill, best of luck this weekend. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Joining us now on our McPherson College Coaches Show, a little shorter Coaches Show tonight, we're joined by Mark Olson, women's soccer coach, and another weird one this week because you guys are playing on Tuesday, which when we recorded is tonight, but last night whenever we air this. But it was a nice week for your team last week. You picked up a 2-1 win in overtime over York and then lost at Avila on Saturday 2-0. A really nice win to start the week, though, with right. York and playing that game on a neutral site, and it was a fourth win in conference play, which is great as well. Yeah, no, it was, it was very good. Uh, Tuesday, we played inside, played well. It took us a while to get used to the field, but in the second half and then overtime, definitely we really did well. We were hoping that would kind of jump into the Saturday's game. And with Saturday against Avila, you know, they took the win in the first half and they took advantage of it. They got two early goals. We created four, what I would equivalent to a, to a breakaway layup that we should have scored. We should have finished four goals that day. That game should have ended 4-2. But with soccer, it didn't happen. So now we're bouncing back for Oklahoma Westland. And Avila was a team that was right, I think, right behind you in the standings. Yeah. So uh, that game uh, uh, had a bearing on the standings. You're still in the upper division of right. the standings. So uh, uh, hopefully it'll result in a playoff game after seeing how things shake out on Tuesday. Yeah, we basically just flipped that five and six spot. Um, and we're looking, you know, I'm expecting probably a six or a seven seed for this coming weekend. Well, speaking up, speaking of your game coming up tonight, Oklahoma Wesleyan, you're going on the road to Bartlesville, Oklahoma, and a place that's very tough to play, and a couple of teams that have been very good this year. What do you expect to see with your team against Oklahoma Wesleyan? Um, it'll, it'll be a challenge. It'll take something special for us to, to come out with a win down there. This is probably the best Oklahoma Wesleyan team I've ever seen. Uh, and they've had some pretty darn good ones in the past. But it's, you know, this game means absolutely nothing to them. So it'll be interesting on how he plays it, whether he's playing his studs. 
Uh, we also have some injuries that nothing major, but, you know, depending on how we play it, we may rest a couple players. Just looking forward to this weekend. So we'll find out when we get down there. We'll find out what the rosters look like, and then we'll just play the game and see what happens. And when do the playoffs start? They start for the women's side on Saturday. Okay. So we can end up either at Friends if we finish uh, sixth, or no, Friends if we finish seventh, Kansas Wesleyan if we finish sixth. Well, other than that, let's hope that this weather continues to stay yes. like it is. This is really good playoff soccer weather. Right. Really good playoff soccer weather is not 25 degrees and snowing <laughs> or sleeting and very miserable to be a part of. But this weather, I think we can keep it at this. Oh, this is phenomenal. This is great weather for us. Well, Coach Olson, thanks for a quick Coach's Show update. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Continuing on our McPherson College Coaches Show, no men's soccer coach Doug Quint today. I think he called in sick at the last minute and getting ready for a long trip down to Bartlesville, Oklahoma, coming up later. But we are joined by assistant coach Kent Freund as we continue to preview what will be the Bulldogs, one of their biggest games of the season, coming up against Oklahoma Wesleyan tonight, which means it was Tuesday, which means it was yesterday whenever this <laughs> runs. But Coach Freund, a nice win. Last week, as you guys picked up a 4-3 win on the road at Avila, a place that I know you've been to a ton of times, and a 3-1 loss to York in the middle of the week. The York loss seemed like it was a frustrating loss for your team, but it was nice to bounce back with a 4-3 win on Saturday. Yeah, um, against York, uh, you know, we, we didn't play bad. Uh, we didn't play particularly well. Um, and we came up against a team that was, was in perfect situation, perfect elements. There was nothing to deal with, no weather, no wind, perfect, perfect turf. Um, and, and they played. They were, they were very, very good. Um, so, unfortunately, we, we, didn't, we didn't get enough out of that, which, which we probably could have. Um, and against Avila, although we, we did win, it was, it was kind of a frustrating win. Um, we haven't necessarily had a, a complete performance this year um, where, where things are firing on the offensive side of things and where things are, are locked down defensively. Um, for the most part, we've had one or the other that's done well. Um, so tonight, for us to have success, it's, we're going to have to have a, a complete performance, and there's no doubt about that uh, going against uh, one of the best teams in the nation, um, a team that I've had some experience against and, and know that they, uh, they are, they're going to be very, very good. And Avila was a tough team for you guys to play because you lost a really tough game to a York team that you thought that uh, you could play with. Uh, you're they're right there with you in the standings. But Avila was not a you know they're the last place team, and they had that sense that you know they actually had a chance to win a game they hadn't won in the conference. And obviously you had to play not to lose a little bit because uh, you didn't want to lose to the last place team. So that had to be a difficult situation for your guys. Yeah, I. I... The thing is, is, is we let them get back into the game. Um, it was it was mistakes that are very uncharacteristic of us um, that led them to continuously get back into the game. We would take the lead, they'd score. We'd take the lead, they'd score. Um, and it's things that we can fix. It's things that that we could prevent from happening. Um, Yes, the last goal that they scored was was from 30 yards out, but it was it was a ball that we played into the midfield. We lost possession of it, and we didn't we didn't step and apply enough pressure to uh, to influence what that guy was doing. Uh, but no, it was it was frustrating. But uh, at this point, you you got to win. Uh, that's the the biggest thing. That's all that matters. Unfortunately, at this point, is is you don't get style points. You you just have to get the job done and and. 
fortunately, our guys rose to the occasion and, and got a late winner against Avila. So uh, there's a lot of positives to take from that. Well, what's it take to beat a really good Oklahoma Wesleyan team for your group on Tuesday night? What's it take to go down to a place like Bartlesville against a team like Oklahoma Wesleyan and get a win? Um, I, I think defensively we're going to have to be able to deal with their playmakers. They, they've got one of the best front sixes uh, in the country. Um, a lot of players that can run with the ball, a lot of players that can individually hurt you. Um, so we're going to have to be able to hold each other accountable defensively first and foremost um, to be able to win our one versus one battles. Um, there, I mean, there's no question about that. And on the offensive side of things, I, I think we've just got to take the chances that we get. There's going to be chances that are, are going to come from, from things that we do on the offensive side of things, but there's not going to be a lot. So we need to be able to take the chances that we do create. Um, there, there's no problem winning 1-0. Play good defense, score a goal, win. In the postseason, how many teams do they take for soccer? Uh, they will be taking eight teams this year. Okay. Um, so fortunately, it looks like we're going to be playing York in the first round. Um, <laughs> so after that tough loss, it, it looks like we're going to get a little bit of redemption against these guys. Well, so it should be a fun one. Oklahoma Wesleyan and then getting things going over the weekend. Coach Freund, tell Quint that he hope he feels better or maybe hits his alarm clock or something. <laughs> uh, I can do that. Thank you. Thank you. Joining us now on our McPherson College Coaches Show is men's basketball coach T.J. Eskildson. After a 3-0 start to the season and a 3-0 week as they took on Manhattan Christian on Tuesday and picked up a 30-point win, they then beat Barkley by 23 in their McPherson Classic and then a 19-point win over Bacon. Coach Eskildson, I think you can, will never turn down a 3-0 week <laughs> and, and a nice job for your team to open up the season and the thing that we, of course, saw a lot of points, a lot of threes, and it seemed like everything was working this yeah, week. Yeah, I was I was pretty pleased with how the weekend went. Um, I, I think that that we're still trying to grow as a team, trying to figure out uh, the consistency that we need. But um, in terms of our, our energy and enthusiasm and, and the way we want to play, I, I think we did a good job. Um, shot a lot of threes. Uh, made a lot of threes. Made, made a lot of threes. Um, got to the glass pretty well. Um, I thought I was I was I was pretty pleased with our defense in the in the full court. Um, I think I think sometimes in the half court we we've got some things we need to work on, but um, our, our energy was really high, and we just need to continue that. And that was one thing I certainly saw too was just that energy and the excitement that this team had. And at the end of the year last year, and of course it was a team that wasn't going to make the conference tournament, and that there were some heads that could hang, but it yeah. felt like it was just a little different vibe and energy with this team which is great to see early on in the year exactly and we just we need to keep that up I mean uh, there's going to be up and downs during the year and uh, we need to keep that that energy um, the, the whole year and I, I feel like uh, this team can have some success if we can play that hard all the time and thing I liked uh, Saturday was the first full game that I'd seen it seemed like as the game went on your guys became more and more unselfish making the extra pass one reason that you shot the ball from three so well is because a guy had have a shot from three, then he was about to be guarded. He'd kick off to an open three. And you got some guys, if they get open, get their feet set, they don't miss very often. Yep, and that's uh, that's something that's going to be important to our offense all year, just making that extra pass. And we've got a lot of guys who can score. Um, and and it, it makes it easy when those guys are unselfish and they look for each other.
big one tonight, or yeah, tonight, because it is Wednesday coming up for you guys as you take on the Central Christian College Tigers and Coach Romero. They've only played one game, and they played Sterling in one, 89-82, so you have the advantage of playing a few more games, but this is a Central team that you've played a lot of close games with over the years. You lost last year in the first Mayor's Cup at home. What do you know about the Tigers, and what's your game plan for them tonight? Uh, it's, it's always, it's always a battle with, with, uh, Central Christian. Coach Romero does a great job there. Um, I know they've got two really good guards back in, uh, TJ Williams and, and Isaiah Rivera. Uh, those guys are both really talented. They're, they're, they're guys that we're, we're going to have to keep them in front of us and make, make the, force them to make contested shots. Um, they've got guys like Andrew Reps, uh, who's, who's a really, he made two huge shot, shots against us last night. He's somebody who, who's long and athletic. Um, and uh, this team looks no different than uh, Coach Romero's other teams. They're, they're athletic. They're going to play hard. They're going to run their stuff well. So we need to be ready. And the atmosphere should just be fantastic because there's no admission charge. I think one thing this does is gets more of the townspeople in, in, involved, but I think both schools' student sections will be there in force. Yep. Um, it's always a great environment, and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's fun for our guys, and we, we've talked to our guys about this. Is, this should be a good test for us that hopefully we can play in games like this as, coming towards the end of the season in conference, and it's, um, it's always fun playing in front of huge crowds and big crowds. Well, Coach Askelton, best of luck tonight as you take on the Central Tigers and hope to bring that Mayor's Cup over here to this building. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. Ramping up today's McPherson College Coaches Show, we're now joined by women's basketball coach Josh Nichols after a 2-0 weekend and a good start to the season for your team. You're now 3-1, and and we talked a little bit about your trip down to Bartlesville, Oklahoma last week, but this weekend hosting your McPherson Classic, a win over Bacone, 67-48, then an 86-69 win over Randall. I know you weren't quite as pleased with your team with the Bacone win, a lot of turnovers and a little low-scoring game, but on Saturday it felt like against Randall that your team played really well in about every single facet of the game. A lot of girls got to play and a good way to bring some momentum into the Central game coming up tonight. Yeah, I thought the the weekend was uh, kind of hit and miss in some areas. And then, you know, I thought um, Saturday we finally got the tempo, really pushed the way we wanted to. The defense kind of fine-tuned. And at halftime I said, we're going to learn on the fly tonight. So uh, we're going to do some things we've never practiced before, but we're going to go out there and just try to execute it and see if we can turn that tempo up just a little bit more, see if we can just get them dragging their tongues. Somebody who didn't hit and miss was Brittany Roberts. Uh, two double-doubles on the weekend, school record 21 rebounds on Saturday. Man, it just seems like she's stronger this year, and she's got this mindset that when the ball goes up, she's the only one that's going to get it. Yeah, uh, we, we've worked really hard in the weight room, and she's she's worked really hard over the summer, and then we got into the weight room, and I thought I thought, I thought everyone's done a good job in the weight room so far, and we're still after it, uh, even though we're, we're playing games. Um, but, you know, I think she took um, – Honorable mention last year as a slight to mm-hmm. her, her and her game, uh, being one of the only three kids in the KCAC that averaged a double-double. The other two were a first-team and I think a third-team all-conference player. And you know, Here she is, honorable mention, and that, that didn't set real well with her. Something your team still uh, working to do a little better uh, from three-point and the free-throw line. Um, but you saw some flashes uh, Brittany Jarvis, to me, looks like she can really shoot the three when she gets it going. And you got some other girls that can shoot the three. And I got a feeling that's going to come around yeah. as the season progresses. Yeah. I, I, we've taken good shots for the most part. There's a handful that, you know, late in games when it's gotten kind of sloppy. We've taken some shots we probably shouldn't have. Uh, but for the most part, I think there are they're good looks and they're going to go in. The free throw line was a, a little bit more of a, a head scratcher because it's, it's easy to point to 
you know, Brittany who's had a, a history of struggling from the free throw line, but then when you look at the stats and she's shooting 60% from the free throw line for the game, but we only shot 50 for as a team, that's, that's a whole team, not one person. Right. Well, as you look ahead to the Central Christian College Tigers coming up tonight, a team that you have seen now for you once, but a team that you get to see a little bit more. You've seen them play a couple of times this year, and last year's game against them was very competitive. They matched your style, and it was a great game going into the final five minutes of the fourth quarter. What is it that you expect to see from Coach Golden's Tigers tonight? Well, I think they'll try to slow it down a little bit. I mean, they're 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 huge. Uh, they got a lot of big kids in, in there, so I think they'll try to slow it down, try to get inside, try to uh, you know, get Brittany in foul trouble, uh, try to hurt us that way, um, and, and vice versa. We're going to try to speed them up and get them running. So I think it'll be a clash of styles a little bit, and they're, they're still doing some pressures, uh, not nearly as much as they were last year. So uh, we, it's going to be a, it's going to be who can control the tempo. Well, Coach Nichols, best of luck tonight, and you hope Thank to you. keep that Mayor's Cup in your office. I think you just yeah. kept it on your desk all year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I got a nice little dust ring around where it goes. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'll know where it goes when. Thursday rolls around. There you go. Ramping up our McPherson College Coaches Show. It is almost basketball time, Steve, as we have heard from all of our coaches, although very briefly. We're excited for some basketball, and here in a moment we're going to send things out to the roundhouse and get all the pregame festivities going, but a fun show this week, and all these teams are excited about what's coming up this week and next week as postseason play is right around the corner for the fall teams. We're putting a wrap on the fall. It's been a great fall here at McPherson College. Uh, just, you know, the postseason's just around the corner for several teams. I think they got a chance to do well. The football team, of course, uh, has a chance for its first winning season in nine years. They can get Bethany this week. I'd like to see a great turnout on Saturday. It's senior day uh, for the Bulldogs, last home game. Uh, they've only lost once at home this year. They've done a great job of protecting uh, their home turf. Uh, the only loss is the second place, Sterling, a game they were very competitive in. So um, just ready to Get excited. Well, we don't have to work on Saturday, Steve. I mean, we in theory, we'll be there We will working. be. The, well, I'll, I'll be covering the games. But so. we won't be speaking into microphones and, and, right. and working in that way. It'll be up to the ESPN3 guys who, Steve, I'll just say, they don't stack up to you. <laughs> you're, 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 you're tremendous. Really? <laughs> I, think, I think you get some argument about that. All right, wrapping up our McPherson College Coaches Show. Stick around. We're going to send things out to the Roundhouse next on 96.7 FM KBBE. The McPherson College Coaches Show is brought to you by JAR Performance Automotive, Alliance Agency, Next Tech Wireless, and Cheatham Construction. Thanks for listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show. You can listen to the show at our podcast page at soundcloud.com slash sports, or watch the video of all the interviews at macbulldogs.com.